0: In a world where culinary creativity and the art of storytelling collide, we bring you a captivating conversation that transcends the realms of flavors and emotions. Today, we will be graced by multi-talented actor, Hunter Claudius. Hunter has captivated audiences with his ability to inspire others and embody characters we grow to love. Beyond the spotlight, Hunter's dedication to fitness has become a driving rhythm of his life. Join us as our search for maximum flavor continues. Hunter, welcome to the Searching for Maximum Flavor podcast. Thank you so much for being here.
1: I am beyond excited.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So tell us how you got started in acting. How did that start for you? How did that unfold into all these other avenues as well?
1: Yeah, so I grew up playing sports, every Mm -hmm. sport you can imagine, baseball, football, tennis, track, And I was at the University of Alabama, and I was in great shape. And I saw a casting for this popular show at the time, but you had to be a college-level lacrosse player. So I submitted this photo of myself and said, I've literally won, like, state championship at lacrosse.
0: So at this point, you had not taken any acting classes or anything to prepare you for this? I
1: had never even considered acting at all.
0: Okay. (laughs) Please continue. Wow.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So they call me and they say, hey, we would love to book you. Are you available? I said, absolutely. And they said, so you're great at lacrosse. I said, I'm the best. So I hang up the phone, and I immediately call my friend, and I say, Hey, Josh, you know I've never played lacrosse a day in my life. No. But you are a college lacrosse player, and I need you to teach me this weekend how to play because I got to go to Atlanta this coming week to shoot this show. So literally, he taught me in one weekend how to play lacrosse. I was not good, but that role, which started off as a background role, ended up being a featured background role, which ultimately led to me getting my first lines on that TV show. And that's how I got into acting.
0: Oh my gosh. So, and then no looking back after that.
1: <laughs> no looking back. I knew I had a passion for it. I knew I was decent at it mm-hmm. at the time. I had no idea, however, how much work it would take to actually be a professional working actor. It was and it continues to be one of the most difficult arts that I've ever studied. Yeah. People think that it's just memorizing lines and then doing it in right. front of camera, but there really is depth to it and I think as you continue to progress and surround yourself with the people that not only do it professionally, but are some of the best most notorious storytellers of our time in the arts and distribution of the video format. Yeah. <laughs> Wordy there, I know. <laughs> uh, but again, there's levels to this game. So Any uh,
0: parallels, any similarities to sports? And acting?
1: Oh, absolutely. I always say one thing is everything. And I think we'll see that even today. One thing is is everything. everything. Yeah. Oh, you've never really heard that before. No, one thing is everything. I always
0: think how you do anything is how you do everything. Very
1: similar. Okay. It's literally in the same family of that. So I try and draw parallels from acting to sports to cooking because I don't have time necessarily to invest a decade into a specific art or craft. I need to just level up holistically as a person. So I really focus more on my human growth opposed to my professional specific growth because I know if I increase my capacity as a human, I can take that into any avenue or venture and I've grown. So if I just focus on one specific art like acting, but as a human I didn't level up and grow too much, then when it comes to sports – I'm like this level of human into that. So I always just work on expanding my capacity and trust that no matter what I take it into, that it will work and I'll be able to make it fit.
0: That is such (laughs) an amazing theory and like really words to live by. I mean, I love that. So I want to know... Who created this, (laughs) this human? Tell me a little bit about your family, where you come from, you know, how did this all really just start sports? For example, did anybody inspire you to get into sports?
1: Yes, so how I found myself here in LA across from you, Originally from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Tennessee,
0: Love Tennessee. Yeah,
1: it's fantastic. I grew up on a farm with my mom, my dad. I have an older sister, which is an absolute cheat code to life because she made all the mistakes and I learned from her, which was fantastic. Very fortunate. You know, my mom and dad have been together for 37 years.
0: Oh, Oh my gosh. Which is so... A real life love (laughs) story. Oh my gosh. Yes.
1: So I've really had such a great example of love, which has, again allowed me to see just everything in life with that lens, that lens of love, right? I've been able to craft a perspective that allowed me to then know that I need to work hard, that I need to develop a skill set, that I need to increase my capacity, that I need to care about the depth of the value that I bring to life because it matters. It does matter. Something else that I always say is if my name's attached, so is everything I got
0: absolutely true yes yeah Yeah.
1: so whether it's a handshake whether it's a show i just want to really show up and be present and bring everything i got and again i learned that from my mom and dad my dad owns a construction company okay my mom works in the hospital so they've always just really really worked super hard my sister graduated from belmont in nashville she double majored she was valedictorian which is just remarkable Yeah. yeah brilliant yeah but all of these professions if you will Stem from hard work, being a good human, loving others. So I had these examples and these mentors, if you will, even though they were family, they were still in front of me leading the way. And ultimately, that gave me the confidence to swing for the fences, to start this impossible career that is, I don't even want to say acting, I want to say the impossible career of starting something new when statistics aren't in your favor. Correct. And that's a really cool definition that we just made. But I think it it's applicable to every single human being walking yeah. because there isn't a certain age where, oh, I'm past that, I can't do it anymore. At right. any point we can do anything we want, but we have to again have that confidence in ourselves that we either know where our feet are headed or that we can find our feet, which as I take it back, that's why it's so important that we grow as human beings and not just in specified yeah. titles. There's and a there's a gentleman
0: that's inspired me. Greatly, and he's always like, Okay, like most of America says a fallback plan, something to fall back on. And he's like, No, fall forward because Uh, I want to see where I'm falling. I want to be moving forward. I want to grow into something better. Now fall back. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, you're giving me that energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) I love that so much. So, again, originated, if you will, from Chattanooga, Tennessee. College took me to Alabama, acting took me to Atlanta and ultimately Los Angeles modeling is actually how I got started before I even got into acting. Again, it stemmed from me playing sports all the time and being in good shape. But through all that, I really learned the value of nutrition. Yes. So my cooking, I would title it as cooking. I was never a chef, but I learned the basics. And I think sometimes every good Decision in life starts with some basics. Every good yeah. dish has some basics. Fundamentals,
0: absolutely. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah.
1: So, again, my list of things that I can curate and concoct in the kitchen uh, are. Give me a dish. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, I a dish. Guys, a I'm dish. over here thinking scrambled eggs, okay? Yeah. Like, I yeah. don't know about a dish. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I can scramble some eggs. I, c- I can okay, put what some bread put in, in the eggs? toaster. So, egg whites. Okay were a mainstay when I was leaning down for a specific photo shoot or something. Okay. And I actually found that I really enjoyed putting soy sauce. Really? In the egg whites. Okay. And then maybe I would sprinkle some cheese on top. But anything to give it a bit of flavor. Yeah. And me being somewhat lazy when it comes to my cooking – I haven't been one to always season my dishes, okay. but wow, the power of seasoning is so Takes incredible. Takes it to another level. Yes, and it's so small and something that, oh, I don't need that, yeah. but it makes a huge difference, right? Yeah. Let's expand just for half a second on that because it's just such a brilliant, beautiful little life lesson. Yeah. Sometimes, like, everything that we're doing is good. It's the mainstay, and it's that uniqueness. Yes. It's our heart. That
0: final touch. It's that attention to detail. That makes a whole difference. It makes the whole dish.
1: And it makes us who we are. Yeah. And it makes our light brighter. It's us owning our uniqueness. So I think developing whatever your spices, and I don't mean in the kitchen, I just mean in life. In general. That really takes your dish, which again is our life, (laughs) to the next level, right? That's so awesome. Yeah. That is prolific, really. That's what it is. Thank you. Any
0: dishes that stand out to you like from your childhood? I want to go childhood first. What did you grow up eating?
1: Absolutely. Two come to mind. And my mom almost she always cooked, which is amazing in itself. But two- which co- that's I pictured that. Yeah you know, without knowing
0: that, I already knew your mom was cooking in the house. It yeah. was
1: fantastic. <laughs> I mean, dinner every night, 6 p.m. Yeah. It was just what it was. And again, sometimes the conversations wouldn't be super deep sometimes we would just have the tv on but there's such bonding around setting aside time to do that with one another so i'm forever grateful but two dishes that really come to mind were a chicken casserole. Okay. That was pretty tasty and she would always have like mashed potatoes on the side with like these snow peas. Uh-huh. And we would put the snow peas in the mashed potatoes like in the middle and we would call it a bird's nest. <laughs> so it's little <laughs> things. Yes, yes, it's yeah. little things like yeah. that that really 20 years later I'm I'm sharing it. with you.
0: Yeah, and they create this lasting impactful Moment that you're going to share for the rest of your life. And maybe when you see snow peas anywhere else, you know, you're (laughs) going to think of that. Mashed potatoes got to for sure bring you back to that. Yes. How amazing. I was fortunate enough to grow up just like that. My mom cooked 6 p.m., Monday through Friday. And, you know, I still think about those meals all the time. And sometimes I crave them. This is, I'm like, hey, mom, can you please make me this dish? And it's something that I had maybe when I was seven, you know?
1: Yeah, that's so sweet. And I think it's cool. We're very lucky and fortunate that we grew up with that. But if perhaps you didn't, you can now provide that to other people. Absolutely. So again, it's just everything in life is for me, not against me. I'm never going to be a victim. I'm going to be a victor. So if perhaps the past hasn't been the best and the present is when we can change the future and make it the best, not only for ourselves, but for other people.
0: Tomorrow's the first day of the rest of your life.
1: Yeah. 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 Love it. Love it. We're vibing. We're we're vibing. We're vibing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. So now we're not. We're not a child. Now we're a teenager. Okay. What are we eating?
1: (laughs) Okay. This is great. So this is when I actually took some ownership for myself. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go to my late teens. So like 18, 19. Okay. This is when I was taking my modeling and dieting very serious. Uh So we're going to get super bland and we're going to go to some boiled chicken Okay. So chicken breast literally in a pot of boiling water, Yeah. <laughs> no seasoning, and then we'll pair that with some microwavable broccoli. Oh, <laughs> oof. Yeah, so that was a point in my life where I viewed food differently. I viewed it solely as fuel to dot, dot, dot. So fuel to work out. Fuel to be lean, fuel to, and now that I'm a bit older, I've transitioned my dishes, if you will, to I want more camaraderie, I want more family, but still those dishes that I learned to make mean a lot to me because that was back when it really was just me and the four walls around me, which is a powerful time. So if you are in that season of life It's beautiful. All seasons are beautiful. And you just have to learn to appreciate them and and also know that no season lasts forever. So if you're in a bad one, keep going. And if you're in a good one, soak it all up and really appreciate it.
0: Speaking of soaking up, tell me some of the places that you've been that are magical, that you really want to like soak up and take with you forever, you know, and maybe some of the dishes that you've tried in these magical places.
1: Yeah. oh, such the, a stand great question. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, three things came to mind. One, we'll go back to Tennessee and it this sounds crazy, but After I would go to the dentist, my mom would take me to a milkshake shop. Mm -hmm. And I would get a vanilla milkshake Uh with a banana in it. Okay. And again, very simple dish, lifelong memories. Mm -hmm. So if perhaps you are getting into cooking, it doesn't have to be some crazy complex thing to be a core memory for someone. Yeah. One time I was down in Louisiana, Uh first time I ever had shrimp gumbo and jambalaya and all these crazy. Big flavors.
0: (laughs) Big flavors. Yes.
1: Yes. And I remember my taste buds were just like, okay, Uh this is new and I like it. Yeah. Not boiled
0: chicken. No, no. I was like, whoa, (laughs) this
1: is like literally every bite so filled with flavor. And then of course, when I think of some of my most profound, iconic time freezes meals, I would have to Think back when I was over in Europe. Okay. When you think of those, there's so much more than just food on the plate. It is the ambiance. It is the environment. It is the clothes that you're wearing. It's the table. It's the waiter. Now we're getting into really... It's a a, whole
0: experience. An
1: experience Mm -hmm. more than just a meal. Yeah. So, yeah, anytime I go over Europe, I really try and put myself in an environment that is very culturally appropriate. What's your
0: favorite place in europe
1: italy, country. Italy? italy me too yes, yeah it's so good i was over there and i went to this restaurant it was just off the amalfi coast Ooh. so already right my my headspace is like this is a dream this isn't real yeah and we had this beautiful airbnb it was a movie yeah and at the bottom of this Airbnb, there was this restaurant and the owner of the Airbnb was also like a chef at the restaurant. Wow. Yes. Uh-huh. So we had like special treatment already and he brought out this lemon enriched pasta. Oh. And I'd never had this lemon pasta. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I will never forget it because it was a pairing that I wouldn't have thought. Right. Right would have ever gone together, which again, if we expand a hair, hey, yeah. the life lessons, sometimes in life, it's things that we don't initially pair that are, wow, I would Correct. have never put those together, but it's magic when you do. Yeah. So just thinking outside the box and being willing to push myself when it comes to activities, things that I want to partake in, and also the foods that I try. Life is such a beautiful journey. When you lean into that, I think you really see how magical it can be.
0: Oh, So beautiful. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So you mentioned that you like to push yourself and it seems like you're adventurous. You're really pushing your limits all the time. How would you rate yourself on a scale from one to 10 on the adventurous scale?
1: As far as food adventures, I would say my rating has perhaps stayed the same. And I would say it's On the higher end of this scale.
0: I'm like an eight on the adventure scale. Like an eight. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of what led me to start this whole searching for maximum flavor thing. And it's everything that you mentioned. It's that little extra, that attention to detail, that little bit more. I think we're all after that in life in every aspect, whether it's when we're looking for a new house to buy, whether we're looking for a new outfit, whether we're looking for a, you know, a best friend. You want that more that better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: When did you go from best flavor, good flavor, fine Mm -hmm. flavor to maximum flavor? Like what was really that in you? I see kind of Uh, light up. What was that in you that was like, okay, this is great, but I want more. I want to provide more. I want to give more. I want to love more. I want to teach more. I want to share more. What for you was like, okay, I want to go maximum with this.
0: I've always been like obsessed with the flavor of food, understanding the pairings and things like that. And I think there's this like bliss point. There's something that creates a core memory. Sometimes it's just something very, very simple, but it's that otherness. It's like when you have like, let's say really great fried chicken and it's like crispy on the outside, but it's been brined the proper time. So it's juicy, it's tender. It's the right amount of spice, but you can kind of pick up that there's thyme and there's garlic and there's black pepper. And all of a sudden you have good fried chicken, right? But then you have this perfect fried chicken that you're going to talk about for the rest of your life. And that's what maximum flavor is. And then I've been after that in so many dishes all over the world. And I'm just like, okay, is that that good? And then I want to replicate it and share it with others. Yeah. It's been my passion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're so detail oriented. And I think depth comes Uh, from the details. Yeah. So your ability and willingness and desire to search for new depths clearly has not only pushed you into being a remarkable chef, but an amazing human being. I'm I'm honored to be here today. No,
0: I'm the one that's honored. And actually, when we're talking about different avenues and sharing, I want to know about Cloudus, the fitness program. Like, tell me, how did you launch that? When did you launch that?
1: Thank you for asking. Again, I think it stemmed from me knowing that in order to be – the best friend that I could be for you, I needed to be in shape. I needed to take care of my health. And it was selfish for me not to because then it might perhaps shorten how long I could be a good friend to you. Or perhaps I wouldn't be able to be the best friend, the maximum friend for you. The maximum, yeah. Because I would have other issues or I wouldn't just have the capacity to be able to keep up. So training has always been very, very important. And I liken it to not just thinking that it's a physical thing. Yeah. I think my training specifically really marries the physical and the mental. Yeah. I think it's so important that our mind is worked out just as much, if not more, than our body. Crazy Absolutely. statistic for you that I heard recently. After the age of 25, 90% of the activities and thoughts that we do are repeated. Yeah. Which is staggering. Again, after the age of 25, 90% we've already done it before. Yeah. Talk about no growth. No I mean, growth. imagine if Most you people, just- Most people,
0: yeah. They say you stopped growing, yeah, at 25.
1: So when we think about our younger years in life, everything was an adventure. We were 10 on the adventure yeah, scale. Yeah, yeah, So And then as you get older, you're like, okay, you do kind of find a path, but it becomes a path where walls build up. And yeah. I don't necessarily think that's where- maximum lives. It is with the traveling. It is with the exploring. It is with finding that kid in us that still has that zest for life, that light to live and learn and love. So it really went back to me wanting to ensure that I gave my friends the exact training that I was doing That kind of was the hook, but it's so much more than just the physical. Just like, you know, with cooking, it's so much more than the food that you're actually giving to your friend, your family, and your followers. It's so much more.
0: Speaking of first times, journeys, have you ever been blindfolded?
1: Oh, my goodness. I
0: mean— during dinner <laughs> or or like an eating
1: experience. That has to stay. I <laughs> I real person, like, yeah. I was like, wait, I just asked him. Yeah. Yes, one time I was abducted. No. Um, yes, funny enough, one time I early, early on my career when I would essentially take any job that was out there, there was a job for a model to be on a show and be blindfolded for this game show. Okay. And I had never previously had that. Sense taken away from me, and it was such a weird experience. But I got it because everything was heightened. But I mean, I could hear because it was in front of a live audience. I could hear someone yeah. deep in the back of the stage because again, everything was heightened. But never, never for this segment that we might have coming so I'm <laughs> yes. really, I'm really looking. So we're forward gonna to blindfold
0: this. you for the second time, yes. and this time we're gonna feed you. Oh, <laughs> okay. that's You're fantastic!
1: Ready? Absolutely, yeah, it's gonna be fun. <laughs>
0: So, step number one for our little dark dining adventure is yes. you're going to pick your mask.
1: I pick.
0: Yeah. Pick your personality. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> this guy looks tired. Okay. Which I'm not. <laughs> these are great. Yeah. I've never seen such an eclectic amount of blindfolds. We want to make it fun. Okay. And these are all your personal collections. Yes, yes, absolutely. No. That's I just go
0: around <laughs> with, with a collection of masks. Yeah.
1: Oh, I like that one. Oh, I like princess too. I kind of yeah. like this one.
0: Yeah, that goes. Yeah. <laughs> that looks great. Okay.
1: Fantastic. Right. And I just put it on, yeah?
0: Yep. That's step number one.
1: Step it's, number one is scary. It's scary. <laughs> You're going
0: to blindfold yourself. Okay. okay. Because this is going to make all of your other senses heightened. So Okay. For me, when I wanted to, like, launch Dark Dining 15 years ago, I wanted to give people another experience that wasn't just eating the food. I wanted them to understand texture. I wanted them to understand the sound of crunch, for example, you know, the aromas. And then lastly, taste. But we don't experience that necessarily unless we're blindfolded because we're yeah. looking at it. So we, when we look at food, we automatically know what it's going to taste like. You know, so this yeah. is like experiencing food that maybe you've had all your life for the first time.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. super excited. Okay. I'm throwing this on. All right. And I'm not gonna cheat. I no promise. cheating. Are you okay. sure? Yes. I'm a- I promise. All right.
0: I'm gonna guide you through this entire journey. <sighs> I already
1: smell you something. You already smell good. something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're gonna place your hands on the table right before you. Okay. And gently, you're gonna walk your fingers until you hit a plate. Okay. Okay. You can. All right. So get your other hand close to that. Okay. Perfect. Okay, so there's something in the center of that plate. Okay. So, again, gently go towards the center until you start touching something. This now, is so your- fun.
1: Oh I God. wish I ever- everybody needs to try this. Too, <laughs> I think so. This yeah. is great. So, it's okay if my I'm not going to get messy? Or- well, you or- are. You
0: might get messy. Okay. That's part of the whole thing. There you go. Okay. Okay. So, now you're going to grab it with the other hand as well. Okay. Familiarize yourself with it. <laughs> okay. And now you're going to bring it to your nose okay. gently Okay. and you're going to smell it. See if anything is familiar. What does it feel like as you're touching it?
1: It feels like a sandwich of some sort. Okay. Wait a second. I've smelled this before.
0: You've smelled this before? What does it remind you of?
1: <laughs> There's no way that's what this is, but I'm just going to go for it. It okay. smells. It smells like a childhood meal, if you will, that I had... <laughs> so much growing up
0: really which
1: was a peanut butter and honey sandwich and my mom would make me this snack before we would go pick my sister up at school and Right, bite it let's see if you're right it's just crazy how smell brings back such fond memories
0: Mmm. yeah mm. what are you tasting what's the first thing that you tasted
1: the first thing that I felt was the crunch.
0: Yeah. Okay, so texture first. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And the, the sweetness of peanut butter.
0: Mm-hmm. So peanut butter second.
1: With maybe, and that's crazy, but a hint of honey?
0: Yes. There is honey in there. Okay. Now you can... Take the mask off.
1: I, are my hands clean enough? Well,
0: hold on. I'm going to give you a nap. <laughs> okay. There you, yeah, then you, you then go.
1: You. <laughs> okay. You could put the sandwich down. Okay.
0: Plate.
1: I definitely want more bites of that. Though. Yeah. You could I do like, that with was. your mask
0: off after. Okay, yeah, <laughs> we want to see if you're right. <clears throat> yeah. It's a peanut butter and honey sandwich. I love oh, it. Right. Yes, you were right. <laughs> oh my but gosh. But you see how, how the sense of smell, right away you were like, ooh, yeah. this smells like Fill in the blank. Yeah. And then it brings you back, and that's when food becomes transcendental, and it takes us somewhere else. You know, it could just be a bite of food, but all of a sudden, you just went way back just by smelling something. And that's what I wanted to deliver to my guests. You know, and that's what dark dining is. That's what searching for maximum flavor is.
1: It really becomes the story around it. Yeah. Not it necessarily. Right. And it, be it the food— is what you've chosen as a vessel to further deepen your connections and relationships with other people, but also with yourself. Yeah. Wow. You got it. Wow. That's yeah. beautiful. That's yeah. amazing. Can I have another bite? Please do. Okay, fantastic. So how does this
0: measure up? Not mask related or anything <laughs> yeah, yeah. flavor wise. We did a couple of different things to this that yeah, might not me, be tell typical. Me,
1: tell me what you did and I'll have another bite. Okay. Okay.
0: So we buttered up the brioche toast, so not just white sandwich bread. We roasted that for a little bit just to get that type of texture so it wouldn't be soggy or stick to the roof of your mouth Mm -hmm, necessarily. mm -hmm. It's organic peanut butter and then wildflower honey with a touch of sea salt to elevate the rest of the ingredients. So you'd pick up the sweetness Mm -hmm. right away, maybe the butteriness, and then all of a sudden that peanut butter becomes just a tad more aromatic.
1: Yes, I would have never thought... To add butter to this. Right. But it, We wanted
0: that texture, that crunch.
1: Yes. So mm-hmm. that's how you achieved it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, growing up, they always stuck to the roof of my mouth. So oh. this one does not, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> which is a lovely surprise. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Are you ready for round two?
1: Yes. Yes. All right.
0: Yes. fold on. Okay. The rooms welled up with an aroma. Do you pick up anything?
1: I had a feeling you might ask me this, and it's a remarkable question because— It smells good. Okay. As far as notes and different specifics, I'm not trained enough to be able to speak to that. All I know is that it smells good. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's okay. And I think that that's really cool that... Again, to be in your presence, you can kind of walk me through, perhaps hold my hand as we navigate. I just know that I heard it sizzling. Yes. And it smells really good and I want to eat it. That's the extent of like where I'm at right now. So walk me through a little bit if you will.
0: So isn't that incredible that the sense of smell is ultimately making you salivate, but you haven't seen anything yet.
1: How do you know? you just see me like gulp? (laughs) Yes.
0: Okay. So we're going to start now with our second dish. Okay. Again, we're thinking journey. We are thinking experience. Okay, you're going to walk your oh, I fingers smell, I smell a until now. you touch the vessel. Okay,
1: okay. okay. All right. We're here. So
0: this one, you're not going to touch the center of the plate okay. like the previous dish. Okay. You're just going to bring this plate close to your nose to okay. kind of see if you can pick up any familiar aromas right from the dish.
1: Maybe my nose is broken.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> it's not.
1: Smells like I want to eat it. It feels warm. I heard it sizzling. (laughs) Like I don't know, and I'm scared to make a guess because I feel like it would be totally off.
0: All right, so you're gonna place that dish kind of right back where you found it. Kind of. Yes. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) Okay. So now with your, are you right-handed or Uh, left-handed? Right-handed. Okay. So with your right hand, you're going to gently rub your fingers over the top. See if the texture is familiar. Now you might this get a is little so messy scary here.
1: <laughs> to do, I just I'm trusting you. Texture is the texture familiar. It feels like a, uh, it feels like noodles.
0: Okay. All right. So now you're gonna take your right hand.
1: Yes. Again, okay. And
0: you're gonna touch the table. Just
1: place a <laughs> do I need it? Oh, I have a napkin. You have Fantastic. There, okay. Yes. Great. Great. You see, great. You
0: just grab the napkin. I I always kind of call out when the guests are able to know because of muscle memory, where things are. Yes. They're not going around in the air, flapping their hands. They know where they left things. They kind of generally know how far the distance from the plate to like their nose and things like that. Nobody's making mistakes. Yes. All right. So you're going to take your right hand. Okay. And you're going to like kind of walk your fingers about two inches forward until you touch a fork.
1: Okay. Okay. I got not it. Not that one. Okay. Uh, to the left? Yeah. Okay. There Fantastic. You go. Grab that. Okay. Cool.
0: Okay. And now I'm going to place... A spoon in your other hand.
1: Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. A spoon and a fork. Yes. Okay. So fantastic. I want you to pick
0: up, you said there were noodles. Yes. Okay. And kind of swirl it into the spoon.
1: This is hard to do, just so yeah, you know. I mean, this is you're challenging. An athlete.
0: You're an athlete. I, this is actually really challenging. <laughs>
1: this so, is. Okay. Most times
0: I just let the guests grab something and put it in their mouth. But since you have a lot more talent here,
1: <laughs> oh, well, <thank> you for <laughs> that. you're an athlete, okay? <laughs> Question. So I have never used a spoon and a fork at okay. the same time. Really? Yeah, of course I've used like a knife and fork to cut steak and things like that. Is this, dare I say, like common practice or like when? Okay. Okay. Okay, So
0: when you're swirling the said noodles, (laughs) when you swirl it into the spoon, it makes sure that you swirl it evenly and you get a mouthful and the noodles not all over the place.
1: Well, when I think back in my early years of life, when I had a dish that required some spinning of the fork, I would often put one noodle in my mouth because yeah. the rest would fall off. Fall off. So well, now I know I, all I needed was a spoon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay.
0: And then you're going to take that gently
1: Okay. toward your mouth. Okay.
0: What are you tasting? What are you feeling? What are you
1: smelling? Some sort of pasta. Okay. But I feel like the sauce, it feels very light. Light. So if I had to guess its color, I would guess that it wasn't of the... Marinara family, but right. but maybe like a white okay kind of sauce. I almost felt a tiny bit of granular, so maybe that was like Parmesan cheese on okay. top or, or something of that nature. Delicious. I'm not sure where a sizzle. I know I heard a sizzle. I, you I don't did know hear a sizzle. Where that would have came from, but delicious nonetheless. And I learned about a fork and and how to properly get noodles yes. with a spoon.
0: Okay, so now you're going to. <laughs> Drop the fork and spoon right onto your plate, and you're going to remove. You can use a napkin if you'd like, if you need to, and then you're going to remove your mask.
1: Okay, my favorite part, where I can actually (laughs) see what's going on. Okay. Oh, Ah. I wasn't too far away. You were. (laughs) No, you were pretty right.
0: So, yes, we have linguine here. The sizzling that you heard was actually garlic and shallots being sizzled in a little bit of olive oil. We hit it up with a little bit of lemon juice, lemon zest, there is some heavy cream in there, just a tad, just to make it a little creamy, round it out. Yes. And Parmesan cheese. <laughs>
1: <I> don't <laughs> now, mind if I practice my skills.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, to throw you off just a little bit. Yeah. We added some truffle. Now, truffle delivers umami, and that's you kept saying it's delicious. It's delicious. Well, that's the sixth flavor profile of why people become addicted to food, but they Don't know why. So it's in Parmesan cheese. It's in tomato. It's in chocolate. It's in soy sauce. So when you were talking about your egg whites (laughs) with soy sauce, soy sauce doesn't really have a flavor profile, but it's so good, right? Yeah. It's umami. So when you add truffle to any dish and particularly here in the pasta, it elevates it. Its maximum flavor.
1: Wow, yeah. that is yeah. amazing. I yeah. did not know yeah. that there were certain ingredients, if you will, that added that next level.
0: That's the next level. Wow. And yeah, truffle oil has that.
1: Yeah. And apparently, everything sweet, because I tell you, every time I eat something sweet, I'm like, oh, yeah, umami.
0: Well, <laughs> That brings us to our next course.
1: Yeah, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm, this just keeps getting better. Yeah.
0: All right. So your mask is back on, but I got to know, how are you feeling right now?
1: Very anticipatory. I think that we get so accustomed to using our eyes mm-hmm. as a way of feeling safe, yeah. if you will. Yeah. That when we remove that, it really makes you feel like you have to be very trusting. Yeah. And it's really allowed me to allow other senses to say, okay, we've got to step up. And fortunately, again, in this safe space, I just get to dive into this delicious food. But yeah, you take the eyes away and it really is an incredible experience in and of itself.
0: You mentioned earlier that, you know, when we turn 25, we really stop doing mm. a lot of firsts, right? So I think like this allows us to experience something brand new all yes. the time. Yes. Right? yes. So we're ready for that next course. We're going to do the same thing where you're going to place your hands right before you and okay. you're going to walk your fingers until you touch the vessel. Okay. Okay. And Ooh. then... You are going to pick up the vessel and okay. bring it to your nose. Okay. Just try and smell it. Anything come up there?
1: Yes, this is so weird. And I, again, I think I'm so off. It smelled like a pastry. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel weird saying because I feel like I'm wrong, but I smell cinnamon. Okay. It reminds me of something that I ate when I was younger, which had like a brown sugar internal with icing. Oh, yeah. you're,
0: all these things? Are kind of correct. So you're gonna take your right hand, (laughs) okay, place it in front of you again flat until you grab this spoon.
1: Okay, this one. Okay, yeah. Okay. You
0: got it. Okay. So now kind of dive in.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay.
0: Dive in and kind of take that spoonful. Make sure you go from top to bottom until you kind of touch the bottom of the dish.
1: Okay. Feels like a big bite here.
0: Yeah, yes. (laughs) It's too big. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We want to make sure that we get Oh no. It okay, we'll once yeah. I fell off.
1: <laughs> he might have to help me okay, on the I'm scooping, but I will do the eating. You got it. Okay, fantastic. Okay. I'm going for it. You're going for
0: it. Yep. In yes. Score. <laughs> what did you feel first? What did you taste?
1: <laughs> so good. <laughs> I felt cold. Okay. Cold first, almost like an ice cream level temperature. Yep. Yeah. And then what I thought would potentially be a firmer foundation felt more like spongier, softer. Uh Softer, okay. Not overbearingly sweet. So, I'm curious. I'm really curious as to what this is because all of my desserts are just sugar upon sugar. But this actually had texture. This had levels to it. It wasn't overbearing. So, I want to know what it is. Okay. So, (laughs) let's
0: take your mask off. Okay. Okay. So, I learned oh, wow. <laughs> I learned that first you have a sweet tooth. Yes. Second, second that you like crispy cream donuts.
1: Yes. So,
0: so we made a bread pudding with the crispy cream donuts. But to balance out the sweetness so it just wasn't monotone, we threw in there some wild blueberries for some acid, some contrast. Okay.
1: Don't mind. Okay. If I do. <laughs> There's you a little keep bit of good. <laughs>
0: There's a little Mm. bit of sea salt in there, again, Mm. to balance out the sweetness. Mm. And you were right when you said cinnamon, and cinnamon elevates vanilla and elevates anything that has to do with blueberries. It shouldn't be like in-your-face cinnamon, but it just elevates every other ingredient in there. Mm. Now, you would think, right, that Krispy Kreme donuts may be super sweet or or whatnot, but it's a perfect base for a bread pudding.
1: Unreal. Thank you. And again, it goes to show like you— are so expansive with the way you construct these dishes. There's so much thought put into it. Thank and you. you're very bold with your pairings. Thank and you. I'm sure you've done a million of these and you didn't love the outcome, but then yeah. you find something and you're like, oh, this does work. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maximum
1: flavor, Maximum right? Maximum flavor. <laughs> I love it. I love what'd it. what do you think?
0: What'd you think of dark dining as a whole? How was how this foodie adventure for you?
1: Oh, it's been amazing because I'm someone who, again, just always eats and then goes about the business. So, to slow it down just a hair, or to be more present, I think. You don't even have to slow it down. I know everybody has a busy schedule. But just to be more present and understand that there is a story behind every dish that you eat. There's someone that thought about it. There's someone that farmed it. There's someone that made it happen. It makes you appreciate food so much more. And not only do I feel more grounded after that experience, but I feel more grateful.
0: Oh, I mean— And that's all I could ever ask for this type of experience. But I got to say, after getting to know you like this, I want to know you more. Can I ask you a few questions? I
1: would love for you to. May I continue eating? Please. Okay, Okay. fantastic.
0: Okay. If your friend group was going on vacation, where would you want to go?
1: I just started playing golf. Okay. I'm not good at it, but it doesn't matter. I've
0: seen your Instagram. You are good (laughs) at it. Oh, thank you. Okay, I should (laughs) stop saying
1: that then. Okay, well, I'm not the best at it. Uh Uh-huh. But golf, it doesn't matter because it is about being with your friends. It's about being outdoors. It's about having a laugh. It's about coming up with stories as you go, developing stories with your friends. So honestly, I would go to Augusta. Okay. Georgia. Georgia. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm yes, yes uh-huh. one of the
1: most famous courses, and I would play Augusta with, honestly, anyone that wanted to. So okay. it would just be a huge party. We would all mob out and tear up Augusta.
0: Okay, all right. Now
1: I know I will never be invited there. No, we wouldn't tear it up. Okay. We would be respectful, but we would have a good time.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> what celebrity crushes did you have growing up?
1: Oh my goodness. I don't think I had any in particular, but my sister was very into Britney Spears. Yeah. She was and Who is wasn't, I Yeah. Mean. <laughs> I mean, so iconic. So I think she had like a DVD, maybe it was called Crossroads. Okay. I could be way off base here, but I remember seeing that DVD and being like, Wow, yeah. Britney is so pretty. Yeah. So I guess I'll I'll use that as like my childhood right. crush. But yeah, it stemmed from just my sister being a fan at the time.
0: Do you prefer savory or sweet?
1: Oh, sweet 11 times out of 10, I have an insatiable appetite for anything that has sugar in it. What's the grossest thing you've ever eaten? Oh, fantastic question. I tried raw oysters for the first time, Mm. and they tasted like gooey, gushy, Slimy.
0: Ooh, glad we didn't serve you oysters because you were about to have oysters.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so that that was a dish growing up that I was like, I will stay away from that. What is the best fast food restaurant? It's heavily debatable. It really depends on the mood, but something that has always been a mainstay and a go-to for me is good old Taco Bell. They just (laughs) my favorite. They just deliver. They deliver on every uh, cylinder. Yeah, Yeah.
0: agreed. I have so many questions about, (laughs) like, your order and everything, but that's for another time. Yes. (laughs) What was your favorite cartoon or show growing up as a kid?
1: Oh, my favorite show growing up as a kid was Rocket Power. Uh So Rocket Power was a group of these awesome, gnarly kids that would skateboard and go to the skate park. This was at an age where X Games was huge on TV And I really just wanted to get into that world. And these kids were on the beach, hanging out, having a good time. So I was like, yes, this is my show. The vibes were good and I was into it. Where's the strangest place you've ever fallen asleep? This isn't strange necessarily, but one time I was in Europe. I believe I was in Barcelona and every flight got canceled. And there were no more going out that night, so there were like 200 people in this tiny little area, and we were all like, well, I guess we're stuck for the night. And it was the most uncomfortable situation, but dare I say, it ultimately led to a story. So again, no matter what it is in life, if you can just be present and appreciative, I think ultimately you'll become a more compelling human being because you'll have more stories to tell.
0: We're all storytellers. What's a random thing that you know a lot about?
1: I know a decent amount about magic. Okay. Wow. I grew like up. Like magic tricks? <laughs> yes, like magic tricks. I grew up and there was a magician at the time. His name was David Blaine. Yeah. And he could levitate. Yeah. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. So I too learned to levitate. For real? For real. With a twist of magic, but oh. yes. For real.
0: I really want to ask you to do this right now. I know. know.
1: (laughs) So, so yeah, I learned how to levitate. I bought all of these DVDs at the time from magicians that would teach me sleight of hand card tricks. And it was great. It was such a wonderful phase. And I'll share my favorite trick with you. It was a trick where not only could I force which card you would pick, but then that allowed me to do a little back-end setup, and I actually threw a deck of cards through a door, and on the opposite side of the door would be the card that you selected. So again, the cool thing about Magic is, of course... I don't want to say it's not real, but there are ways to make it even more magical. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that little phase where I was trying to, again, learn magic, but I think it made me ultimately a better storyteller because it taught me the beginning, the middle and the end. The arc. Yes. Yes.
0: Oh, wow. Coincidentally, the next question is, Hunter, will you levitate for us?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. We'll have to cut the cameras, but yes, I think I (laughs) can't.
0: What is the most adventurous thing you've ever done?
1: Oh, uh, for my 23rd birthday, I went to Hawaii and I swam with sharks. So immediately Ooh. you're thinking, wow, like that's cool. There was no cage. Oh, I free dove with sharks and I had a snorkel on and I'd never worn a snorkel. Oh, so I was obviously in the ocean, waves were coming in. And I guess I got too eager as one would with 20 sharks swimming underneath their feet. And I stuck my head down, a wave topped my snorkel. So now I'm gasping for air. I just swallowed half the Pacific ocean. (laughs) There's 20 sharks underneath my feet. I'm hanging on this boat that's just beating me on the side. It was the craziest experience and one that I'll never forget. So that's certainly one that... And (laughs) probably
0: one that you've never done again. I'm assuming. (laughs) Never done it again.
1: (laughs) No, no, did not become a hobby of mine.
0: (laughs) What was your best concert experience?
1: Wow. Best concert experience. I was at a crawfish boil mm-hmm. in Alabama.
0: Food? Yes. Food at the yes. center. Uh-huh.
1: And there was a band, Seether. Oh, so it was oh like, yeah. Yeah, okay. rock, yeah. right? And the funny story about it, though, is I had just had surgery on my hand. Okay. Literally, like, that day. <laughs> oh, Okay. So I was feeling good yeah. from everything because I couldn't feel anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I go down to Alabama. And uh, again, of course, my mom drives me down there. And I'm young at this time, maybe 15, 16 uh-huh. years old. Can't really feel too much. And they get on stage and they're rocking. Yeah. And sure enough, I look around, a bunch of people are circling up. I'm in the middle of a mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> with, like, a cast. Right and, out of surgery. <laughs> right out of surgery. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> and it's something I'll never forget. I would not recommend it. Uh, but again, it became a story and was a wild experience because they were rocking out on stage. Yeah. I had my cousin with me trying to keep people from, like, hitting, like, my surgically repaired hand. Yeah. And it was something I'll never forget. Very, very cool experience. <laughs>
0: awesome. Oh, my gosh. When was the last time you laughed so hard you cried?
1: I try and do that weekly. Okay. I think laughter is so healthy, yeah. and I really get a kick out of life. Something that my dad shared with me when I was young was, have a laugh. Yeah. So those three words have stayed with me throughout my entire life, and it's a reminder to just have a good perspective on life, and I think when we're rooted in gratitude, we can get a kick out of some yeah. things. So uh, laugh till I cry, goodness, I don't know, but I certainly laugh a lot. So yeah. yeah. Chef, the tables have turned. Yeah.
0: I see that. <laughs> now,
1: I am asking the questions. Now, these are hot takes. Okay. So, I will read what's on the card, and the first thing that comes to mind,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not the second thing, Okay. you have to say immediately. Got so, it. we're going to get to know you a little bit better about, you know, everything that makes your life maximum. Ooh. All okay. right? Are you ready? I'm ready. What are your senses telling you? Are you a little nervous? I'm,
0: a, I'm in an anticipatory state, <laughs> just <Okay>. like you. <laughs> uh,
1: we're just there together, and I love it. Okay. Hot takes. McDonald's is better than Burger King. Yes. I agree. Okay. Even though that's not part of this. <laughs> <laughs> I had, to, be, oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to, so to get in on the action. Was like, it was a hot take for me. Yeah. Netflix is better than Hulu. Yes. Yeah? Hulu's a sleeper. Yeah. Ice cream is overrated. No. Agreed. Hot dog is a sandwich. No. Why?
0: Because it's a hot dog, it lives alone in its own space.
1: Brilliant! That's maximum answer right there. <laughs> seeing movies in theaters is better than seeing them at home. Yes. I love what you did yes. because you thought about the camaraderie. You thought about the experience that you could potentially yes. have at home. Yeah, yeah. At, I saw it all over. Uh, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: exactly what I was thinking.
1: I hate this one. I'm gonna okay. give it to you, but I, it's just so overused. I feel like it's corny, but it is about food. Pineapple is a delicious pizza topping.
0: It
1: is. Why is that debatable?
0: I don't know, but me why? Either. I, I think like New Yorkers, like yeah. they were like, absolutely not. You know, we want just our red sauce and nothing else can okay. live on it except whatever we said could.
1: Right. But
0: why not? Yeah. You know,
1: one of my favorite pizzas is basically barbecue chicken.
0: There you go. What? <laughs>
1: With just pizza underneath it.
0: Don't tell me what I can <laughs> put on my pizza and yes. what I can't. There Love I it.
1: <laughs> That's the answer right there. I'd rather live without TV than without music.
0: Oh. That's so hard. That is. Mm, no, because then I wouldn't be able to see you.
1: You're the best. <laughs> see, you're after my heart. <laughs> it's more rude to show up late than to show up underdressed.
0: These are really hard. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. not these. Um, <clears throat> yes, because I like to be mindful and respectful of people's time. And time is our greatest gift.
1: Yes. Okay, you killed that. <laughs> I literally... Second, that I would rather live on a private island than a penthouse in my dream city.
0: Hmm. (laughs) Private island, no, and why is the why in there, or you threw the (laughs) why?
1: Maybe I threw that in there. (laughs) Uh,
0: I don't know. I think private island, I think I don't have really great survival skills, and I don't know either. Well, you said private, not deserted. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So it depends. In the lap of luxury, maybe. Yes. Yes. I I take that back. Oh,
1: that's a beautiful (laughs) lap, isn't it? (laughs) Luxury. (laughs) We love that. I think I'll go with that as well. You know, growing up on a farm, it was really cool because I had so much space to spend time with myself. Yeah. But then I could go into the city and spend time with others, you know, what have you. So let's say we'll do the private island as long as we have a nice boat or yacht to get us inland. Agreed. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> waffles are better than pancakes. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Agreed. They have pockets for the toppings or the syrup. Yes,
0: absolutely. And they potentially have crunch.
1: Yes. If they're done well. Yes. So, yeah. A crunchy pancake, it just... No. 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 Yeah, waffles superior. Yeah. Speaking of crunch, crunchy peanut butter is better than smooth. No. Oh my gosh! I love you. Literally, <laughs> yeah. it's not. And it it's doesn't, not. No. I don't know.
0: I want something creamy and luscious <laughs> yes. and indulgent. If I want to crunch up put potato chips in it.
1: <laughs> You're yeah. the best. Okay, and that's it. Hey, you got hey. an A plus on that. You so smoked you. those. Thank you. Yeah, fantastic. Those were tough. Yeah, were tough. you handled them well, and yeah. and you had reason behind everything, which may yeah. or may not be on the card. The world may never know.
0: So, I want to know where can we follow you. Where can we know what's up with you, your next projects? Where do we go?
1: Yes, at Hunter Okay, is my handle on all socials. I'm quite active. So if you comment or DM, there's a chance that I will hit you back just because I've really tried to build a following of friends more than fans. And I think you do that by being accessible, by being down to earth and
0: Genuine, you're so genuine
1: I appreciate that Thank you by just being a human being yeah. so no matter what endeavor I'm off on I really at the end of the day I say you know what I'm a human being and we're all in this together so yeah at Hunter Cloudus you can always find me
0: Hunter, I gotta say thank you so much for being on the show with me thank you for hanging out with me giving me your time I really learned so much from you and you've enriched my life by just sharing this time with me I'm so happy you're here.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, this kind of transcended, I think, food, which is what you've done. You've really um, taken things to the next level. You've maximized things. And uh, it's just been such a treat to share this space with you. Your energy is electric. So keep doing your thing and keep touching and changing lives.
0: Likewise.